Hi, John. Hey, Alex. Do you know what I hate? What's that? I hate when you have like a gnarly wave that's coming in from the south and you got a curl top 360 full and you go like full gnarl on it. Mm-hmm. But then it's just like, man, these waves are mine. Um, yeah, we watched Airborne. Wir fetzen durch die City und wir düsen durch den Park. Wir driften um die Kurve und den ganzen langen Tag. Die Kappe voller Flint und immer volle Kiste. Er so geht es ab hier, wir fürchten keine Piste. Alexandra brettert am liebsten durch die Pfützen. Es macht dir tierisch Spaß, die Ananas spritzen. Kamikaze Markus, hey Leute, das ist heiß. So first of all, this movie, and, and I'm shocked I said this so much to the point that I had to, I had to text you uh, off air. This movie is so much better than I thought it was going to be, and it has any right to be. Mm. Like, it looks good. Yeah. Like, well, you know who the director is. I do not. Uh, I Rob, Rob Bowman. Uh, well, that name sounds familiar yeah. to me. Yeah. Reign of Fire, baby. Oh, shit. Yeah, friend of the show, Rob Bowman. Wow. I mean, other than Zack Snyder, he's one of the few returning directors. Yeah. Um, It sounds good, which, by the way, what the fuck was Stuart Copeland doing anywhere near this movie? Uh, making money, I guess. Yeah, boy. But I was, I was kind of as awful as, frankly, the music was, because there were some real stinkers in there. Uh, yeah. But I do like that, that kind of throwback to, to this movie. Well, hold on. How do I want to say this? I kind of like the the throwback to like the '90s stuff, where it's you might have a soundtrack for a, a movie that's not just like the popular hits of a day, where it's like I feel yeah. like if this movie came out now, it'd be like, okay, here's your Nicki Minaj song, here's your you know Rihanna or whatever the young people like. Where this was like, no, we got Stuart Copeland to kick out some jams. Yeah, which I actually, th- I mean, I thought it sounded good. I mean, not like it sounded good for now, but it sounded. Like in 1993, I feel like, oh, this would be a great soundtrack. And it's like, it just, you know, it 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 filled the movie well. Because mm. uh, this, by all rates, this movie should have Saved by the Bell guitar riffs. And, and there's it, not, not that far away from it. No, no, but there's not many. And at least they're done well. Um, but Stuart Copeland, that was vaguely. Unexpected. Um, yeah. So let's get to the main thrust of this movie. Well, before we get to the main thrust of the oh, movie. Oh, no, please, John. I would like to point out, and you can see this if you if you look it up on the on the Wikipedia, the IMDb. Uh, the poster for the movie mm-hmm. has three separate taglines. You know Ooh. how sometimes it'll be like like this time it's personal. This one has, uh, "Man wasn't meant to fly, kids were." Oh. Mitchell became the most popular guy on Earth once he took to the sky, and heroes aren't made; they're airborne. Hashtag airborne, hashtag, hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag so like they just, they had three, they couldn't decide, so they used them all, and I admire that. I, that is now my favorite thing about this movie. I mean, I there's a lot of favorite things about this movie. I Nope, that's it for me. I Okay, so first of all, I I know it's not directly in the rule book, but I think it's implied that dogs can't play basketball. No, but and, it doesn't say that dogs can't 
play basketball. I know, but and I know Bud was very good at. Wait, wait, what movie are we watching? <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's basically the same movie. I was so tempted, and I wouldn't do this to you because you, you know, you, you have time, and I value your time far more than mine. But, Boy, that's not true. Well, no, but like you, you like you know, you're busy and like do stuff, and I would hate to ruin it for you. But I, I thought it would be funny for me to literally not watch this movie and watch Air Bud. And then see if we can make an episode out of it. There is there. I, I honestly, on the way down here, I had to download our last episode and listen to the end. So it's like, oh, my God, that I watched the right movie because <laughs> we didn't actually directly talk about it too much afterwards. So it's just like, yeah, did I watch the right thing. Well, last episode, I think, was uh, 100 hours long. So yes. it was. So the movie opens shots of the ocean. Mm, beautiful which, shots of the ocean. This movie's like 85 percent like stock f- footage of ocean. Ocean, surfboard, guys surfing, boards, guys, cool guys, boards, rollerblades. It, yeah. It's a weird... See, I came up as a skateboarder. I, I was, mm-hmm. I've was. i been known to, to pop an ollie on a skateboard when I was young. I could grind a rail. Mm-hmm. And skateboards used to be called street surfing because the natural progression from surfing is skateboarding. It's really weird, this established thing of surfing... And to go to rollerblading, it's just the intrinsic combination of those. The entire movie just kept going, why is this just not a skateboarding movie? This is so fucking weird. Well, let me tell you, as a, as a kid that grew up in the Midwest, absolutely it's the same thing. Like, I've never been around anything cool other than what's shown to me on television. You rollerblade, you surf, the same guy. Like, I totally get it. Like, this, the Mitchell, uh, Mitchell Goosen, the main character, is exactly who I thought a cool guy was when I was like eight. And he was fucking cool. I actually mm. had flashbacks to 93 going, oh, this would be like, I, I was in my 1993 head. I would want to put in some sun in, in my hair, get that exact same haircut and get one of those poncho things and say bra. Yeah. No, I say I was already past that. Uh, and I like, that doesn't say that I was cool. I was not. But uh, uh, by the time this movie came out, I was already over it. But uh, I could see the appeal. Like I said, well, I was 93. So I was, I was 12 13. or 13. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I think I was. I, okay. If this movie had come out in 91, I think I would have been really right. into it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, you're right. It's probably just, just a hair over the, but that kid would have And been, if you made him a turtle that was also a ninja. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. I mean, he basically is just a ninja turtle. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Goosen is the name of a guy from Minnesota, not a California surf man. Like if if he moved to because he the the whole plot of this movie we'll get into it, is basically that he's this this California surfer dude that has to go live in Cleveland for a while. But if he had to go to Duluth, and his cousin that he meets in Duluth is named Mitchell Goosen, you'd be absolutely. That is a very Minnesotan uh, Ohio though. Like they're very almost Canadian in there. Like the 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 mother, the lady from Ferris Bueller's, mm-hmm. had a like kind of. Oh yeah, welcome there, yeah. don't you know? Like, like that style, like. But I think that's also uh, the the you know the flyover states that yeah, it's all the same. No, but like they they're in what Cincinnati? Cincinnati. I mean, that's like a city. Yeah. I mean, it's not you know like Cincinnati with like one like yeah. and they're obsessed with hockey. That's why not just set it in fucking St. Paul or something? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't. There's know. just a lot. There's a lot of like weird, inexplicable things that happen in this movie, and I think that's why I kind of like it. Like it just it kept me on my toes in a way that I wasn't expecting. Where it's like, <laughs> it's no, because it, it's it's beat by beat the exact movie you would expect. Yeah. But every beat, it's like a half second later. Mm-hmm. So like it's oh yeah, it's gonna be you know it's gonna be jock, jocks versus preps. 
no, it's not. It's going to be jocks versus preps versus our lead character. But then the jocks are actually like, there's like, whoa, this is weird. Like, this is a very, there's, it's a fish out of water story combined with a, a, a Revenge of the Nerd style, you know, fight against one sure. another combined with, no, that's not actually what's happening. It's really fucking weird. So yeah, so Mitchell Mitchell Goosen Mitchell Goosen uh, the goose. has spent spent his day in Cali bra bra uh, surfing and uh, racing his homie uh, on the rollerblades, and then they get he gets home. John, yes, I'm only gonna say this once. Yeah, see this adhesive bandage on my finger? Mm-hmm. They're called inline skates. Rollerblade is the name of a company, and I will defend its fucking trademark. Rollerblade, bro. Anyway, so yeah, he's rollerblading with his this brother. Is rollerblading with his bro. <laughs> and he gets home and immediately uh, Ted takes his rollerblades off his shoulder, puts it down, and goes like, thanks, amigos. Thanks his rollerblades. Yes, he thanks his rollerblades. Yeah. And John, I wrote down that quote. Would you like to hear it? Uh-huh. You guys were awesome today. Gracias. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh. He thanks his rollerblades because yep. they were awesome today. Yep, they, they were. Before, sorry, before we even get into his house. I'm not much of the 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 rollerblade enthusiast. Mm-hmm. I I think I d- did some rollerblading when I was younger, but he every time he landed a jump, he his back leg would kind of hit the ground and then like he'd skim his knee a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like he fucked up every landing. Or is that supposed to be like a cool sure. way to land? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know. Like I don't understand people that watch skate videos. Like, I, I've never seen a skate video where I've seen, like, maybe one thing where I'm like, oh, that's cool. In general, it's just people, oh, he's on a railing and now he's not on a railing. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so I don't know if that's a he's pulling a fat Mickey or whatever that move is. Like, I don't know what he's doing. But well, apparently it was good enough that the, the team Rollerblade, mind you, that yes. was on this film went, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah. It just it, to me, it seemed like if you're going to land a trick. Mm-hmm. Like, like if this were gymnastics, right? I know both of you and I are right. far more familiar with it. They're professional gymnastics. Landing a trick with two feet down is much better than one foot and another dragged behind you. Like, But that made it relatable. So I'm like, I bet I could do that. Yeah. I mean, most of the tricks in this movie, I thought I could definitely do that. Like, you know, like all the backflips, all the downhill, like mm-hmm. I'm totally there. It's every day, man. Actually, the only part of this movie I thought I could do was that one kid that got hit by the car. I went, yep, that's, 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 that can... I, that's very much what my when, experience yeah, would be. Yeah, when Wiley kept falling over, yeah, I got this. I'm, I'm, I think I'd be slight, like even now at my very advanced age, I think I'd be slightly better than Wiley on a pair of, on a pair of rollerblades. You know what I found uh, with roller skates? Because uh, I tried those on yeah. recently. A friend of mine had a skating party I went to. Uh, Boy, my ankles are garbage. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, I maybe I just put the skates on wrong, but the whole time I'm like, this is so hard on my ankles. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So he thanks his. He thanks his. He says, you guys were awesome today. Gracias. Yeah. I love also the 90s where saying random words in Spanish was cool. Oh, yeah, that's a. Well, that's that was like cool surfer guy thing. Yeah. And then it became the providence of uh, uh, like middle-aged white guys. At a Taco John's, sure, or you know, whatever. At a, at a, I, I, there's not a chain. There's not a. There's not a uh, an Applebee's type chain that's Mexican restaurant that I can think of. Uh, Qdoba. Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, Chipotle. Oh yeah, Chipotle. Yeah. Well, I'm just thinking of somewhere because 
usually that's like that yeah. uno mas cerveza por favor. Like yeah. that's that's what that became. No, gotcha. Not that it was great before that. Let's but, just say uh, senior frogs. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's to the point that I don't like if if I'm somewhere that's Spanish speaking, uh, I don't want to say it in Spanish because I feel like an asshole doing it. Uh, so yeah, he gets home and his parents are like, uh, Mitchell, sit down. They're sitting very awkwardly on the couch together and they're like, sit down. And he knows something's up. And they announce that uh, they got a grant because they are some academics and they're going to Australia to study something. Plant life, botany, they're zoologists. Oh, yes, they're studying wombats. And he's like, sick, bruh, I'm going to go to Australia. Uh, I believe he calls out uh, Tant Sheila's because he's he's already hit with the lingo. Yeah. And they're like, well, wait, you can't join us for some reason. Because he has to finish school. I think he has to finish school, and they, he's not equipped to go to school in Australia. He Well, they don't speak English there. They don't yeah. speak English. There's a whole kind of different entrance exam, all different kind of racism he's got to be. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, you can't go with us. You're going to go to Cincinnati with your uh, aunt and uncle and your cousin Wiley. There is literally nothing else we can do. Yeah, this this whole setup is really awkward. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but you think in the sequel he goes to Australia, then learns how to say thank you in Aboriginal uh, Australian? That would be pretty nice. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that young Einstein? Uh, well, no, I think he was originally Australian. Oh. And then he blew himself up trying to make beer. That's what it was. And played the electric guitar. I can see how I got that confused. Boy, I've seen that movie more than once. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was Okay, so I really enjoyed that movie when that came out. So that tells you my level of, of thinking of what's cool yeah, around this true. time. So, sure enough, he's stuck going to, to Cincinnati, and he uh, he takes his surfboard with him. Yes. Yeah, we see that getting unloaded from the plane, and he meets his aunt and his uncle there, and they mention that he uh, has a surfboard, and you're not going to get much use out of that there, son. And he says, uh, he fee- like, what does he say? It's like my American Express card. I'd uh, feel naked I'd without feel naked it. without it. And then yep. they're confused. In this way that I'm not sure is that that they're so square they don't get the reference or that he just botched the joke and they're just not even sure how to react. I think what it is, I think what they're going for is they've never seen anything like this. That like, is what true. Like, what a, hey, hey, don't you know, he's making reference to the things that, that's what people on TV say. But this, this is, this is somebody, this is my nephew and he's saying it in an airport. Hey, hon, he's saying it in an airport. It's supposed to be on the TV. I don't even know how yeah. to react to that. So um, they're they're in the airport and they have that weird conversation and uh, the lady from Ferris Bueller, they're like, Ooh, Edie, cool yeah, Edie people. McClurg, her her Zamboni driving husband, yes, and Seth Green as cousin Wiley again. Why Zamboni driving? I mean, Cincinnati doesn't isn't a, a hockey town. No, it is not. They don't even have a hockey team. Don't I they? mean, like a professional team. The Cincinnati Cyclones or something? Because I looked it up. Uh, not not a not an NHL franchise. Oh, okay. uh, what's it? What are some other uh, cities in? In Ohio, Cleveland. Cleveland doesn't Which have a I'm team. Which I'm told rocks. Uh, yes, Drew Carey told me that once. Yeah, Cleveland doesn't have a team either. Yeah, I don't think Ohio has a hockey team. Yeah, unless there's another Ohio city. Those are the only two that I know of. Yes, yeah, so and therefore there are no other ones. Yeah, so they don't have a, a professional hockey club because again, this feels like it should be in Minnesota, even though I don't think they have a hockey team anymore. Any, oh no, the Minnesota they got the. They got it. Shut up, Alex. So whatever. Yeah, but it's like that feels that would feel more natural. But I think it is just oh those those more those northern midwestern states, they're all the same. It's fine. 
Yeah, so uh, they go back to their house there, and I'm just going to do the rest of the show like this. I think it'll be really fun. Oh, no, that's uh, not true at all. No, I think it should, John. Oh, my John, you know, you don't even want to be saying that. Oh, so golly, go, that's yeah, not, oh, that's golly not good. So so they, they so we're driving back for the airport, and don't you know that Wiley, he's just he's just bad at driving there. And he's oh, just, golly. He comes to a, he comes to a screeching halt. You wouldn't even believe it. Oh, I'm telling your father about this. Um, that just turned Irish at the end. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm telling your father about this. Yeah, so they get to the house, and we're introduced to... Uh, uh, Wiley, uh, well, they he, they meet Wiley at the house. Whatever. No, this, my, no, Wiley. Oh, the no. the real him dressed with the fringes and the John yeah, Lennon. Yeah, he's all there. Is is at the airport, and then they go to his room. Yes. And his room is wacky. It's hip. His room reminds me of the under the bed world from Little Monsters Absolutely. with Howie Mandel. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, how the fuck did Monsters Inc. not get its ass suit off? I don't know. You the... asked the same thing during Nightbreed. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> fuck, I should listen to this show. <laughs> no, I just remember it because we had a whole conversation about it because Nightbreed is essentially Oh, this is something familiar monsters. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So there's there's, there's multiple, so, multiple layers to this. A multiple episode arc of Alex's diatribe against Monsters Inc. Well, because I just watched Little, Monster, uh, Little Monsters the other day. Uh, it was on at the bar, mm. and uh, it was as strange as I remember it. It's a I fucking just, weird movie. I just remember really liking the 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 villain, the big villain at the end, the weird schoolboy man. All right, so they they finally they get established, and they we we move into hey, we have to go to school. Right, and that's, that's, that's why I'm here. And Cincinnati has a fast paced school for yeah, some reason. That's, that was a, a, a very funny beat to me because it is this. I don't know if beats our word, but uh, it's a very funny thing to me because it's like he's in this school that is crowded and there's a Latino gang. And it's like, this is not anything new to him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's from L.A. He's from L.A. Like the, he's seen all of this stuff before, but it's like, oh, look at this guy. He's not white. And now, granted, he might live in like Orange County or something. I don't know. I don't know what, what white parts of California are, but they're. You no, know. no, he's like, I mean, I think. OK, one, I don't think there are. Parts of I don't think there's any part of L.A. that's whiter than Cincinnati. Right. I cannot no, I think that's imagine very true. that. Yeah. Uh, but two, um, wow, what do you guys? You're in such a rush. Yeah, because that's what I think of of the Midwest. Yeah. You know the rush, rush, twenty four hour, uh, uh, just running everywhere of Cincinnati or Cleveland or you know, the fuck ci- we are. The, no, it's Cincinnati. Yeah. The uh, the city that never sits down is what it's called. It's. It's a weird beat. Okay, and then we get introduced to. Uh, I'm gonna say, so he's at the school, and we meet the this this just racial stereotype. Uh, this Mexican kid called Snake. Snake. I mean, I get. I mean, I really don't even have anything to say about that. Yeah, other was, than they meet a kind of greased back hair Mexican kid named Snake. That's like this this. Oh, he's gonna kill people. And Wiley says, Oh, he he killed and ate his brother or something like that. Just. Yeah, uh. it's it's done in this way, like that, like that. Uh, Mitchell is a uh, like a small town boy in the big city. It's like he's from California. He's from LA. Like, yeah, like LA is like the second biggest city in in the country. I I think maybe it's the first. No, it goes it goes New York, Cincinnati, LA. You know, yeah. I always get those confused. After he's he's confusingly uh, run through the halls at school. The first class he goes to is, I guess, a speech class? Speech class, correct. And this teacher just does, is phoning it in, frankly. He does not care. So he does yes. he does this whole exercise where it's, uh, have the students uh, say, you know, give a speech to introduce themselves to the class. And so the movie can do a whole lot of exposition about introducing people. Wait, can I just stop here, though? Yeah. 
it, it's snowing, right? When they, when they get in the airport. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah. 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 So school's been in session for five months. Cause it's I, high school. Yeah. The Midwest is weird. Cause, cause the generally you have a class and you, you're in that class all year during yeah. high school. Yeah. So why would they be introducing themselves? As it, 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 there's it, been, you, you get snow in September. It's Midwest baby. I didn't, you know, frankly, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm not familiar it's not, with Cincinnati. It's not, it's not that normal. Of a yeah. It's just but, uh, what I like refer no, to it's, as d- uh, it's dumb. There's narrative several, convenience. There are several things in this movie that don't make sense. Uh, well, I mean, let's not go that far. But so, yeah. So you get to this speech class and like already all the, the girls are like, hubba hubba. Look at this hunk of man. And we get weird internal flashes from him. Like, like one of them looks at him and sees him like all shirtless really, sitting at his, at his really desk. Awkward. And I was worried that because this movie used to be on all the time. Yes. Comedy, like 90s kids will remember this. Comedy Central used to run this all the time on like Saturdays, whatever. It was always on. Well, I mean, it's one of the funniest movies we've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Jo- uh, I mean, there's jo- you you can't get a scene without six, seven jokes happening. Just just bam, bam, bam. Joke, all, it's joke, like joke. 30 Rock. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's season four Simpsons funny. I mean, this is, whew, but it's, barely stop laughing. It did make me worried because I, because I can vaguely remember it just from sort of getting a contact high from seeing it, you know, uh, but, uh, I was like, Oh God, is this going to be a powder type situation where this movie is sort of like lovingly looking at his, uh, uh, teenage body the whole time. Uh, no, not really. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, so that scene is, is incredible. So it, the first dream sequence, and this is where, again, this movie takes tropes and does them from like a side angle. So this is basically this movie's from the perspective of Mitchell. Sure. The first dream sequence we get is the bully dreaming about throwing Mitchell through the glass of the room. Uh-huh. Then we get the dream sequence of the uh, of of the, the pretty lady imagining him shirtless. Right. But since when do you get dream sequences from the perspective of tertiary characters? Well, and I was I was starting to think about this. And unfortunately the, the movie ended up proving this wrong by just sort of meandering and being a different movie. But uh, like Mitchell's the villain at the beginning of the movie for these kids. And they are 100% correct uh, in their hatred of him. Cause he's awful. Like he is, I mean, you've already established that he thinks his rollerblades uh, by saying, you know, you were great gracias, but he's all like, he's saying some, like some Zen stuff, bro. No, but they and, hated him before he said anything. Yeah. But they're Right. They are totally. They're nothing. They they have not said anything about him that wasn't true. I don't. I mean, I don't want to go to bat for Mitchell because, like, you're I think going you're, to bat for like, Mitchell because he he walks in. Mm-hmm. They automatically hate him because he bumped into Snake. So Snake already hates him and wants to kill him. Th- then it comes to, hey, you should give a speech, and he gives the peace sign, and they're all like, oh, yeah. you asshole, yeah. He's fucking fourth of what, 15, whatever the fuck age yeah. he is. Given the peace signs, not the big, he's from California. Like, that, how is that a impeachable offense? They're, they're absolutely right. They're, I'm, I'm siding with the bullies in this one. Oh, that, uh, he's uh, yeah. He's the worst. I mean, I, no, he is the worst. I just don't think they had, I don't think they had the factual evidence yet to, to damp him. Okay. So it was, it was fair enough. So it was a preemptive strike. Yeah. They, all they knew but about him turns was out It was, it was correct. But no, I think they were. I think their their prep strike was was correct because everything that Jack Black was saying, Jack Black being one of the the bullies, 
uh, in a in a understated performance. Oh yeah, definitely. for Jack Black, yeah, understated yeah. both in size and size of Jack Black, or just size because yeah. though he was way over the top like the entire time, like very Jack Blacky. Yeah, but I still, I even for Jack Black, I think it was not as he hadn't become the caricature of Jack Black, so he didn't have to play to that level. Oh, yet. that's true. But he was yeah. still very big. Yeah. No, I yeah. I actually really I enjoyed him in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so the, here's here's the the statement of the night where this is my uh, I everybody's gonna make fun of me for statement. I actually thought pretty much everybody did a good job in this movie, like acting wise. No, it's it's everyone's fine. Yeah, like, like it should be a lot worse. Like I think actually the worst acting in the film, and and weirdly enough, it's the most established actor is Seth Green. I think wasn't that great in this. No, although Wiley's not that great of a character. Um, you might be right. Maybe it's just I the think, character. Yeah, kind of, I'm, yeah, and I'm not I'm not a huge Seth Green fan generally, but uh, yeah, I he's, mean he's fine. But yeah, he's eh. yeah. It's just I was I was surprised how good Mitchell was. Like I'm not like I just the, the, I don't know the actor's name, but the, the, that guy. I was surprised how well he played the part. Not that it particularly matters or yeah. a difficult part to play, but I was expecting this to be. Oh, you like Wayne are Gretzky a, hosting SNL. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like I was expecting to just wooden line reads yeah. and everything, but it's like no, he, he fucking He's committed. Decent, which yeah. I can't stress it enough, and I think I've said this in at least seventy five percent of the episodes. Very low bar to clear is what sure. I'm referencing, but he cleared the shit out of that low bar. He rollerbladed, jumped that low bar, and then had one foot go out back and have his knee pad hit down for some inexplicable <laughs> reason. But yeah, so th- so we get this very long sequence of these kids introducing themselves, these different characters, whether whether they appear more than once or not. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that way you can figure out who who's who. And my favorite character in this is Rosenblatt. Oh, broken nose guy. Something happened to Rosenblatt. He's That's- wearing this like Bill Lambeard combat basketball face mask thing. Yeah. And he's got two black eyes and he's having a very difficult time speaking. Oh, I love him. But the class has his back. Yes. They are cheering him on. And so then I just became fascinated by what's going on with this guy. Like, then I started thinking about there being an extra desk for Mitchell to sit at. And I started telling this whole story in my head (laughs) that there was an accident between Rosenblatt and this kid who sat there. And that's also why they're so mad at him. Yeah. Uh, I love your theory. And yeah. I and I started to have that thing too of I love this. This is the best character ever. Inexplicably there's this this guy that's got broken face or whatever. Is... And but then they kind of explain it later and it's like, oh that's actually Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, he got in a hockey fight. Oh right, that's I, it. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it's right, just right, right, right. Oh. Like because right. I, I I would have I would love just randomly, there's this very broken man. <laughs> yeah, like that the would people be... are pulling for. <laughs> yeah, that, like that's a much better character than someone that got in a hockey fight. It's like ah, that, that sort of explains it. But okay, so but you're you're from the Midwest. Maybe yes. you can explain this to me because I'm I'm from a coastal area. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I I had culture. Was was anti surfing a thing? Did you guys hate surfers? Not that I mean, I think because boy, they hated this kid for yeah. being a surfer. They're like, yeah, surfer scum, like. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think so. Because you were there, like you were in I the was, Midwest. I was not in Cincinnati. I don't know how th- how it played in Cincinnati, but in uh, in Omaha, I don't think people had a strong opinion about. I mean, it, Omaha my crowd. sounds very close to Ohio. I feel like it's the same place. It's, pr- it's pretty much the same place. So you you didn't experience this, this really hardcore. No, didn't spend a lot surfer. of time thinking about surfing, to be honest. Yeah, but they re- they but hate he's the but, shit out of surfers. But it's 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 way different if you if you were like, oh no, I surf versus like, bro, I want to hang out with Gandhi. Peace sign. No, that guy can go to hell. 
I don't care where, what city you live in, you should correctly be throwing that guy yeah, into but the sun. It just, it was, it was the anti-surfing center. Like if, if he said, if he, if he said, oh, you're an asshole or use some kind of eighties anti-gay slang, which I was shockingly, no anti-gay words were used in this movie for an early nineties film. Yeah. Shocking. Cause I was expecting someone to be called the, the, the F, the other F or just be just called anything. straight gay. Yeah. Like, they did call Popeye gay, but that was that was more of a situational thing. Yeah, well, I think him and Bluto used to date, so I think that's actually that's, like factually that's, accurate. That is not canonically correct. I'm pretty sure it is, because that was the whole thing. They had this whole polyamory thing with Olive, and then it got weird. As you know, sometimes you know how the whole sometimes right. poly. Well, it's because they didn't keep their communication open. Exactly. Right. I they can't stress this fists. enough. Yeah, I, you know, I I've been you know I was talking to my girl Olive. I was like Dan Savage. She needs to listen to him. He knows what's up. He is he is a insufferable asshole of a human being, but he knows how to have three people have sex with each other. And she's like, "Well, cool. I will wait fifty years for him to <laughs> show up." And then, um, I'm shocked to say that I enjoyed this, and and it's so stupid. And it, you know, no, I'm not shocked. I take it back. It, because of the way Jack Black, it was Jack Black's full delivery, mm-hmm. where he goes, "Did he just call you a piece of underwear?" Yes. The way Jack Black delivered that line was very fucking good. Yeah. And then, then, then when it gets when it happens again, he's like, "I did it again." And he's just furious, but it's I don't know. I like Jack Black all right. Um I th- I think he can get a little grating at times, but uh, It it uh, reminds me why I liked Jack yeah. Black before he Like went... how he got to be Jack Black. Yeah, cuz I loved I, I used to love Tenacious D like mm-hmm. the show back when it was on like right before or after um, Mr. Show on HBO. Yeah. Like, the Tenacious D. It's like, oh, "I fucking love the show." And then like Years later, when he started to get like Hollywood popular, and then he still did some of the same stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, I hate this band. Yeah. What the hell was I thinking?" This reminds me like, tired of it. "Oh, that's why." Because no, but he used to be far more. It's like Adam Sandler, where like Adam Sandler used to kind of do it well, like the thing he did, but then it's like, uh, "I guess I do this thing, so this is what I'm gonna do," and I'll just go through the paces. Like, all right, right, well, that's yeah, this is actually somewhat depressing to watch. Right, like anyone at any job, basically. So this is where the the confusion of the movie starts to happen. Blaine, the bad guy, which again, from about 1981 through 94, I'd say about 65% of douchebag guys in high school and movies were named Blaine. Were named Blaine, yeah. He's the bad guy. As yes. as established. But then the bad guy starts being picked on by the preps. Well, no, the bad the you're thinking of Jack. Jack is is the bad guy in the speech class. And then Blaine is the prep. Wait. The guy in the speech class is Jack. Yes. And that's the brother of the lady he ends up dating. No, Blaine oh. is the brother. <laughs> See, this is what fucked me up. Because yeah. there's two groups of what should be yeah. the bad guys. Of the, same, a, but of the same guys. But that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. This is such a weird fucking setup mm-hmm. where it's like the, the main rivalry is like you're watching two groups of assholes... And your lead character isn't involved in either. Right. It's, well, it, so, yeah. So what th- this all blows up because after after the speech class, uh, Jack is all mad because his girlfriend is making eyes at uh, at Goosen, at Mitchell. And then uh, they have a thing like, oh, there's hockey after school. Let's make him play hockey. Ha ha ha. Make the surfer boy play hockey. They're playing hockey against the preps. And yeah. they lose to the preps because uh, when they put Mitchell in, Mitchell, because he's awesome and everything, uh, powerfully hits the puck into his own goal. 
and uh, Jack Black has a funny moment where he's losing his mind and falls over. Uh, yeah, that was that was kind of fun. But then that that establishes that, and then Blaine. There's this weird moment where they so he has been he has hit the 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 thing uh, into the goal, and then the puck. No, the hockey the hockey ball. Uh, the, the 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 puck. I don't know your technical terms. The I don't know the original Latin. I fine. <laughs> the Midsummer Night's Dream. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Suck it, nerd uh, boy. <laughs> but the uh, uh, so then Jack Black is like yelling at him, and I guess he does. Someone hit him, or he falls over. Blaine or Blaine or Jack, because I've confused them yeah. apparently. Does after does a full. A, a full runs across the hockey court on on his on his. That's what is mirroring his, his earlier on his, his earlier hockey surfboards and and hits him and then he gets knocked out and and he and he imagines waves and then imagines his dog licking his face waking up to Wiley, uh, hopefully not licking his face well, looking this, down upon him. This whole movie is is a. Uh, I mean, the Cold War had ended at this point. The Berlin Wall had came down, but this was grinding the boot heel into Soviet culture by just screwing over Soviet's montage. Uh, Digi Veritov, Eisenstein, screw you guys. It's the era of Rob Bowman and Airborne because this entire movie is made up of montages. We already had the speech class montage. Yeah. Now we have the him knocked out, weird dream sequence, people yelling at him montage. Then it becomes the punishment for this montage. Then a later, it's the rollerblade mon like it's all just no, series a of montages. Of montage. yeah. And it's it was at this point that I started to kind of notice like there's barely a plot here. It's yeah. all just a way to do montages. Now we rarely on the show actually talk about movies or film as a as as a topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm sorry to put you on the the prof- professorial spot here, but yeah. I was not aware that montage is related to Russian cinema. Is oh, that, Russian, is yeah, that they a- were they were like they were the big things of it, like. Uh, it was uh, Kuleshov, I believe, was the it was the the, and I've actually I think talked about this on the show, where it's the they he filmed a guy just giving bl- a blank stare, and then like intercut it with like here's a guy doing a blank stare, and then they'd show food, and they'd show the guy again, and people would be like ah he's very hungry, because yeah. by juxtaposing those two, yeah no we were talking about like acting style of like right, just but that's, that was that was the Kuleshov effect. Oh, was, I didn't was, was doing that. Yeah, I, they, yeah. They, like Eisenstein was big in montage. Uh, Digi Veritov's Man with the Movie Camera was basically all montage. So, yeah. I don't think I ever put the. I mean, like I've seen a fair amount of Russian stuff, like especially older Russian stuff. Like that makes sense to me. I guess I just never knew that that was like a one to one association. Yeah, that was a, that was a thing. I mean, I don't know that they like invented it, but they were known for it. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, anyway, back to uh, jokes about uh, weird blonde kids and how they're yeah. semi racist. Uh, so, with the, well, whatever. It does not matter. I was gonna make. I was gonna reference that that how weird it was that when they're trying to put together their the the hockey game, Snake just joins. Like they couldn't have Snake already be on the team, Snake was like, "I'll I'll fill in too," and they're like, "Great, now we still need one more." Yeah, and that's like, when they choose. Why not just have Snake be on the team? I don't. It does not matter. No, it, it is. It is. Yeah, it is so weird. Every it, that's what I was saying earlier, where this goes beat by beat. It's the exact setup of any kind of teen, you know, Nick movie. Mm-hmm. But it's like one. It's one frame over from that, where it's like the obvious. Like so, the obvious thing is. We're one person short. Wiley or or Mitchell has to be on the team. Yeah. No, there's we're two people short. We need Snake on the team. And 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 no. one of them. It's just like well, much like that, everything we'll in this get movie to the race at the end where it's like, oh no, there's not a winner. Three people need to win. Yeah, apparently. it's so like, fun- wait, what? 
Okay, so we're completely out of order, but I just because I'm gonna forget later. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the 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 oh three people have to cross the ri- yeah. line race. The entire setup of that is everybody else is knocked out, and Wiley comes slowly cruising in at the end to be the third on their team. Yeah, he ends up winning. That doesn't happen. Every part of it, like any other yeah. movie, would that would be the setup that he comes like you know Mitchell. Does the hardcore race with Blaine Jack? Because mm-hmm. now I realize I've confused them. And then everybody else is knocked out. Wiley comes like you know skating backwards. Ooh, I'm wacky and wins. Nope, the race is over. It's everything about this movie is like one one sliver away from the the rote normal thing. Well, here's so which brings us to our next thing, which is very weird. So after after this hockey humiliation, he's all bummed and he he goes back home. And Edie McClurg is like, oh, hey, your parents called us. Uh, they're doing fine. But they also, they sent you a package. And Mealy knows what it is. And he's like, something I shouldn't have forgotten. And it's his sick-ass rollerblades that his parents took to Australia and then shipped to him. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was it like, I get, the, I get the moment that, yeah. like, oh, I do have something. There's something here for me I can still do. But I don't understand why his parents, it doesn't. You know, if it if you look at it at all, it just falls apart. See, but. I didn't even pick up that his parents said it. I thought she just said you got a package, a big package. Yeah, and then she blew him. But <laughs> different movie. <laughs> yeah. So just, you got a big package. He goes, "Oh, he knows what it is." I didn't re- hear the parent part. But either way, even if he just got a package, who the fuck sent him that? Like, yeah. where where did? Yeah. So he he now has the, the rollerblades. Yes. So he skates around and he runs into. Love interest with no idea what her name is. Uh, yeah, well, he he first meets love interest. This is the first skating sequence he meets love interest. I mean, he meets her at school, but I mean, he yeah. runs into her. Yeah, well, he yeah, talks yeah. to yeah, he talks to her at school, and they kind of have a little hit up, like watching yeah. people play hockey before yeah. he gets thrown into it. Um, but then yeah, then he meets her. Nikki is is her Nikki. Name. That's correct. Yeah, and uh, well, he's already like people are loving watching him rollerblade because Cincinnati. Loves the blades. It's true. And he encounters some kids. They're amazed by his by his pulling fat Mickey's or whatever moves he's doing. And uh, yeah, then he meets her. She's going to uh, what is that? Like an arboretum or a, a, a greenhouse conservatory? Um, yeah, she's going to. I'm going to refer to it as a botanical garden. That works. Yes. Uh, and uh, the wooing commences. Yeah, they, they're walking around, and he's like, that's totally a peace lily. And she's like, oh, you know flowers? He's like, yeah, my parents are zoologists, so inexplicably I know about flora, even though they study fauna. Mm-hmm. Because that doesn't make any sense. Sorry to go all Latin on you listeners, but I'm dropping some fucking science, y'all. Boom. Um, and then uh, comes the dumbest thing ever. So I, I, let me step back here. Right? So. Recently, I've been admitting on the show, admitting a lot about my past, my uh-huh. vampire roots. Uh, this is one of my skateboarding roots. Of I skateboarded for many years. I was kind of okay at it. Like I could, you know, jump down steps. I was good mm-hmm. at it. I could make the board flip under my feet and then land on it on purpose. That scene in the botanical gardens. He goes, "Oh, I couldn't resist because he couldn't resist." skating in a really, really easy fashion, mm-hmm. getting to steps, running up the steps in his rollerblades, getting to the other steps, running down the steps in his rollerblades, 
and then just going around a path a bit. Yeah. This is not a tempting thing to Sounds do. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Yes. A whole lot of walking while yeah, on rollerblades. Because that's essentially what you would be able to do in a pair of rollerblades is what he attempted there. It was the... Again, why that? Why wouldn't they go to a place where, oh, I couldn't resist. And then there's... He can do a flip down a flight of steps or do a... Um, uh, John's favorite movie, Fat Mickey. Yes. Uh, 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 t- towards a, you know, a, a pool. What what I think is that so this was this was really on the heels of like the X Games starting to get big and and extreme sports or whatever starting to uh, in its nascent years. And I think it was just a way for people to go like, hey, rollerblading's cool, and but like let's make it somewhat accessible. Like it doesn't always <laughs> have to be in a in a half pipe. Although he was, and they're with other people rollerblading earlier. But now it's just, just like. No, you can also skate at a botanical garden. <laughs> Leisurely down a garden path. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you don't have to, you know, get in on it, Grandma. It's cool. Uh, so, yeah, that that is where they agree to uh, go on a double date with Wiley. Well, before that, he has just this great, the greatest conversation where uh, she asks him, you know, they're making small talk, and she asks him, if you could have lunch with any three oh, people yeah. in the world, alive, dead, fictitious, who would it be? And he's like, well... I'd have to say Tom Curran, greatest surfer in the world. Now that would be cool. And uh, maybe Gandhi. Not for lunch, though. He wouldn't eat lunch. Yeah. Uh, and he references Gandhi several times in this movie. And Gandhi is, this is such a loss for Gandhi. Because at one yeah. point when he's talking about like, fighting, and he wouldn't fight because like, Gandhi would roll in his grave. Yeah, I'm sure Gandhi really, really cares worked. what Mitchell Goosen is up to. Although there is, uh, there is a uh, thing that comes up in their earlier conversation. And is really untapped, but it's it's it, they they try to use it to explain his smoothness, his uh, his uh, cool under pressure. Is that there was a surfer who was so angry at people getting his waves, and this one kid was like stealing his wave, and he went out after him, and then whatever the three pointy things are on a surfboard, like cut that kid's head open, and then it turns out the surfer that was angry, that was Mitchell. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh cool, this kid's a powder keg. Like, he's just waiting to, that's just all just being pressed down, pressed down, pressed down. But somehow, after inflicting damage on a person, yeah. he's... So basically, what they said was, the interesting movie already happened, let's deal mm-hmm. with the aftermath. But I just want to, I mean, not not to bury the lead on how awful that Gandhi thing is. Uh, yeah, it's up there with during UHF where they advertised Gandhi too. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the third person, she's like, the third one? I'd have to say you. Me? You can have lunch with anyone in the world and you choose me? You're not just anyone. You're special. Like, th- that seems so, like, yeah. playboy, uh, 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 pickup artist kind of shit. But uh, she she loves it, so they go out on a date. John? Yeah? If you had three people, alive, dead, or fictitious, that you could have lunch with, who would it be? Uh, Rob Bowen, David Ayers, and uh, Zack Snyder. <laughs> I think it would be me, you, and the first guy that ever made a human centipede. <laughs> so. Like as in, oh, no, the creator, not like the first yeah. guy in a human centipede. No, 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 that, that made one. So okay. so the three of us can finally be together forever. <laughs> um, what? So so that's the Arboretum, but I think we're somewhat out of order. But we skipped a very important um, scene. Um, there's a lot of showering in this movie. And the first of which... Is during the pranks montage, mm-hmm. or should I say uh, the pranks montage? Yeah. So they, That's yeah, all the accent. all the all the jocks are like angry at at him but, losing but this. Are they jocks? Because they're being picked on by jocks. 
Yes. Well, no, they're being picked on by different jobs. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. Sorry. But I, they, I, will, I will not, I will not keep harping on the that. The hierarchy doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, they're angry that they lost this gym class game, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, there's this montage of like them, sti- like Wiley gets stuck to his locker. They put super glue on his lock. Uh, uh, Goosen is, uh, is shitting because mm-hmm. that's a great thing to see your handsome lead character. And they, uh, they wet all the toilet paper, which I mean, and not, not to, not to, but you, you just, you just use wet toilet paper. It's not like that, that stops them. From, no, but from that being... was, that's, that's the thing I've never seen before where the, the toilet paper is hung at the top of the stall by a chain. I've never seen that before. Well, they're just trying to teach it a lesson. Oh, okay. Uh, PDSM toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. You'll be a fucking bidet next time, asshole. Uh, but yeah, and then, yeah, then he's showering and they steal his clothes and he has to wear funny jockman clothes. Which again, okay, so let's let's stop here again. This movie being a shade away from what should happen. It should be. And he has to walk holding his hands over his right, nuts. Right, or like a towel or something. But, yeah, but no, he's got, he, he oh, just, they just, so, so basically he was mildly inconvenient yeah he just has yeah. to wear shoes that are too big yeah there was a uh, sand in in his locker mm-hmm. and uh yeah so they this is, the, this is a prank and this is this is driving him to his limit and that's when the oh that's the, when the, the world of yeah. but i just want to set that because uh it was uh, the the second time we've lovingly embraced this naked 15 year old mm. uh um because they show him a lot and normally i'm i'm I, fine I, with naked 15 year olds in film it's usually like a like you know somebody somebody's 26 plays a 15 year old sure but they keep having these shots where you see he's got baby fuzz still on his face and it may be very uncomfortable that mm. we kept seeing him shirtless where it's just oh no no, no. i like i like the uh the luke perry style high school where it's like the 50 yeah, year old high school yeah you know, exactly because most of the time you see somebody you know uh, tom holland's 22 and he plays a 17 year old like so it's like sure. okay so i can f- I, I still don't really want to watch this i don't but I can feel okay with it, but this really felt like, oh, this is, you've exploited a child that's showering on camera multiple yeah. times. Were well, you did, Brian Singer? Yeah. Oh, did Brian Singer? Mm, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know. Oh. Yeah. There's an apt pupil. They were apparently like several Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I didn't know. Yep. So, and then um, there's that half pipe scene where he goes to the half pipe. And yeah. You have skates all, with, skates with some which, people. Which was kind of cool to watch. Like it was good. It was good blading. I'm, I'm not going to, uh, uh, fault a movie about rollerblading for having a lot of rollerblading. Yeah. But I mean, it was at least this time it was like good rollerblading. And they, fine. they made no effort to cover his face up when he's on the half pipe. Like oh, that yeah. obviously isn't him. Yeah. And then it comes to my favorite section of the movie. It is revealed to Wiley. Oh, I have a date tonight. Well, I hope she's not ugly. Yada, yada. I'm a uh-huh. terrible character. And, um, one, he sucks at brushing. His yeah. entire face is covered in, in toothpaste. But that's funny. And then this is the highlight of the film. The I'm too sexy montage. Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about this. Like, okay. So I listen to other movie review shows at times, not to name them. And I will listen to them and having not watched the film because it's just, I like the, the, the banter or the interaction mm-hmm. with the host. And if anybody out there is in my situation where you're listening to this right now and you have not watched Airborne, somehow find the I'm Too Sexy dressing montage. Yeah, I'm sure if you, yeah, dress up scene or I don't know. Yeah, because it is Seth Green wearing various 90s outfits. Yeah. And, he, and it is, and, and his, his he, he kind of dances and prances to it. And, and, and Mitchell is just laughing as hard as he possibly can. Mm-hmm. At his cousin, 
but the problem is uh, no there's a million problems so one watch it but he, i can't okay. let me list the problems starting with this one I, I just one at one point wiley comes out in the outfit that he met him in wiley's wearing that fringe jacket yep. and lenin glasses and they cut to mitchell pointing at him and laughing yes that's his regular clothes. Uh-huh. Our hero is bullying his cousin, who is letting him sleep in his fucking Cycle room. Cycle of violence, baby. Jesus Christ, on a crutch. But also, yeah, uh, John, say something about the montage while I while well, I try to regather myself. Whenever you're in a, if if you're ever trying to write a script, and you're stuck, just have a part where characters try on different hats or funny little outfits, because that's always good. Never not bad. The when he comes out dressed in in, in like nineties hip hop where everything was like like they were they were in like a like a tent, you know, like they were in yeah. striped tents. That's how people in the nineties dressed. And he starts doing the arms out white person and it like yeah. in, in, like in doing an impression of, of, of hip hop dancing. One, he did a bad impression of a bad impression. That's Wiley for you. It, it, I I please watch this scene, everybody. It's like, great. It's, it's it actually it actually did like at the time and in all the times it was on Comedy Central or whatever. Like I'd always you know roll my eyes at this scene, but there was a part of me this time around that was like, oh man, I remember those clothes. Yeah, no, I no, I unapologetically enjoyed this part, mm-hmm. but in a in a very like. Oh, this is this is with the exception it, of the the pink halter top thing he was wearing. I'm like, I don't remember. I mean, club kids were a thing. In fact, uh, Seth Green was famously in, uh, uh, well, not famously, but he was in Party Monster with Macaulay Culkin about the, uh, uh, yes, that club kid scene. Well, I like that halter job thing because I do like every now and again to have like a nice jerk sesh while mm. we watch these movies. And oh, finally, that would, that would I got a little bit of that in that. Oh, I did, have we gone to the scene where he pants that guy? That's coming up. Okay. <laughs> Cause that was a thing. Um, uh, yeah, it's the I'm Too Sexy montage. And uh, then they go to pick up their dates. Yes. And Wiley's date, oh, she is not pleased. She's not pleased. She is also, uh, let me look, uh, look up the actress here real quick. Wiley's date is... Uh, Leah Ramini. No, is not. Uh, <laughs> sort of looks like her a little bit. Is played by Alana Urbach. I'm sorry, Alana Ubach, U-B-A-C-H. Uh, Gloria, who I mainly know from Beekman's World. Uh, there's a weird... Like Saturday morning yeah, science show with a guy who had like Be- a racer head kind of no, thing. No, I remember Beekman's World. And yeah. I totally had a crush on her oh, when really? I was a kid. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. And so I was just weird, like, oh, yeah, you, oh, huh? Sweet. Yeah. Here's here's why she's the worst human. They get walked out to the car and she stands there in a huff because no one opened the door for her. Yeah. Oh, fuck your face, you jerk ass jerk. Like, you're not even giving this kid a chance. Like, ugh. I, that, that just annoyed me. You're you're an independent woman. It's 1993. You can open your own goddamn door. I just was thinking about uh, a Bronx Tale. The oh yeah, the the are you to open the door test? Yeah, yeah. Like where where it's like if if you know the girl if she if you let the girl in the car and if she leans over and unlocks it for you, that's the girl to keep. Otherwise, she's a big forget about it. Yeah. And I forgot how much that that just like was in my regular life for a while. Like where I would I would like go on a date or something and be like I wonder if she's gonna she did all right this is this is gonna be good thank you Chaz Palmicherry but also just why are you waiting there for a dude to open your door for you like, no yeah it well, just just you know, uh, just it's Midwest what, man what an we asshole have, we have standards but let me let me point this out though 
I'm very lonely and 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 I'm never gonna know love again. Yeah. So this is probably part of the reason. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah it's you don't open door doors holding. for people. Yeah. yeah. Um they go on a date and they um they go to the waterfront mm-hmm. and uh Wiley is not doing well. Oh no, dating, and he's laying it on thick. But uh 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 Mitchell is just knocking it out of the park. They are smooching. Yep. They got a little smooch going on, John. It's going down. So this is when the big fight happens. Yes. Because there's like a, like they're at the pizza place. And then like the, this is kind of why I'm throwing it to you. Because I don't well, know is, who this anybody is, where, is. This is where the convergence of jocks happen. Yeah. Like it's, a, like it's a crossover comic yeah. book thing. So. Yeah, it's like Avengers and Avengers West Coast. Yeah. So you think, so they start getting harassed and you think it's Jack and them. But then it's, uh, it's Blaine. Blaine being from the other hockey team or is it because now i'm confused it's it's his date's brother okay so all right no so i'm right with this so yeah so blaine is nikki's brother but someone else was like hitting on her or something or was or was a creep about her i I think it was one of those douches from the other hockey team right rolled in said like you know want to hey want to uh get rid of the zero and get with the hero kind Mm -hmm. of thing and then yeah, I'm confused because there's so okay, many, no, there's so, so okay, many so, jocks. Wait, wait, there's no, no, too wait, many right, jocks. So, bad guy from other team, let's call him Prep, walks in, Blame. says, you know, we, we call him Prep, walks in, says, uh, hey, I don't think you have any agency. I'm going to take you away right now. Uh-huh. And then uh, Wiley's like, hey, um, I'm going to be chivalrous and gets thrown against the wall. Then brother shows up, says, hey, you can't talk to my sister like that. And then th- that gets broken up, and then Mitchell shows up, like, comes out from the side and goes, right. well, I'm on a date with her. And he goes, no, lady, you don't have agency, because I'm the good bad guy, because I also don't think you have agency, but I'm not going to get handsy. I, I don't sure. know who to root for here. Yeah. <laughs> but then, so, in, in the conversation, Mitchell is like, you want me to fight you? Well, I'm not going to fight. I don't fight. And also, like, I leave here in three months. No one in this town is worth a damn. No one is worth like no one is worth me getting anything. Y'all suck, f y'all. And yeah. Nikki's like, I'm standing right here. Yeah, and like then, I'm one. I'm one of the people you say you don't care about. Hey, and then yeah, leaves in a huff. And then wait, he, let's just, wait, sorry, just for a small point. Just going back to this, the school here making no sense. He's like in the middle of winter. Was there for three weeks, and then three months later, he's going back. That's that's not. Like, no, the time she... does not. So their school time doesn't year... work the same in Cincinnati. Their school year is like five and a half months. They go to school inside of a and TARDIS. Yes, yeah, seven days of which is the winter. Because yeah. also, it's the dead of winter until he gets his rollerblades, and then it's like then it's, it's just oh oh no, it's it's sixty seven and sunny. That <laughs> is that is actually very accurately Midwest. Oh really? Where uh-huh. yeah, particularly particularly like in like February, March, or something. It's like it is bitterly cold. Now it is gorgeous, oh, wow. and that is all on the same day. Um, but then uh, uh, inexplicably. When they're leaving, uh, the big men's world lady uh, gives Wiley a little uh, a little peck, and then oh leaves. yeah, because he he sort of stood up for her yeah yeah, and so she is like eh, yeah okay I guess yeah that was enough low bar again you're not the only one with a low bar with this movie oh yeah okay so this is so he tries to win back Nikki now 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 I know where I am in this movie. all right and she's like fuck you you dick rightfully so well yeah because he's 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 not taking the L very well and then. Later at some like street hockey game, 
well, he that runs did, into her. No, no, first, no, no, this is before. He seeks her out, and she's like, fuck you, I'm not talking oh, to you. Oh, sorry. I'm then he goes to the street hockey game. Right. Because he's already, been, he's already been rejected about twice. Third time, he went, I'm coming here with a motherfucking plan. Right. Rolls in, he's like, hey, can you talk? I don't really want to talk. And he goes, all right, hey, can I play street hockey with you guys? He demonstrates how great he is at street hockey, gets hit a little bit. But because now that he's on rollerblades. Exactly. Now he knows what he's doing. Because somehow when you're on rollerblades, makes you know how to control a street hockey ball. Yeah, way better than than ice. Because that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he shoots, he scores, it's great. And then he gets hit and there's going to be a fight. And he's like, no, I'm not going to fight you, man. Everybody's like, oh, you're kind of a puss. Like, uh, this sucks. What he does, though. And John, this is brilliant. Good. Circles around. And pantses the man. Uh-huh. And ever and that that wins her back over. Yep. So John, John, listen to me right here. Yeah. John, yeah. I'm looking you look me in the eyes. Yes. We watched a movie. Yes. Where a guy won a girl back by pantsing another uh-huh. man. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, he was a little I mean, it was a little bit more than that. No, uh, and I and that was I'm it. someone that John, hates Mitchell. He was, was a little it. conciliatory. About his his previous statements. He just no, because she didn't give a shit about the conciliatory. He pants her. Yeah, hip him, and then she I, likes his free which spirit. I really like. Jack Black just flipping the fuck out, laughing, going funny. All yeah. he can do is shake and point and say funny. I very much enjoyed that again. Just flashing back to the nineties of going, oh, this is great. Well, the the one thing I'll give this and and hat tip to Rob Bellman for realizing this. Is that being angry on rollerblades is very funny, and oh, when yeah. Blaine is like freaking out and like jumping up and down on rollerblades, yeah, yeah, where he's like move the cars, like yeah, he's just yeah. losing his mind. Everyone's just laughing at him, and he just gets madder and madder. Yeah, no, there's nothing that's not dumb about rollerblades. So yeah. uh, being very mad on rollerblades is very funny. All right, so he's won her back via pantsing, mm-hmm. which is which is again the greatest thing that can happen in a film. Yes, and then. Uh, somehow they have to have a big race <laughs> yeah i'm not well so basically yeah so basically then all the jocks come to his home and uh uh oh that's right yeah like you know while he's there is like what's going on and all the jocks come in and they're like hey bro we saw you on the skates out there and you were good and somehow we need to settle the score with the preps and we're doing this huge race, and this is our last chance to beat them. Yeah, and we're gonna uh, race down Death Mountain or yeah. whatever the fuck it was called. Uh, which I liked Seth uh, Seth Green's explanation of it, where it's like that hill is terrible. The last time I saw it, just a, a guy was walking down it, and he uh, got all messed up. Like it was, it was, it was very in character for Wiley to not be able to to articulate that correctly. But I also like the idea of a hill so terrible that just walking down. Yeah, a guy just like, walking down and got paralyzed or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, which also I skipped over. So two of the jocks are twins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and that was uh, uh, I don't. I got nothing to add to that. They were just twins, and uh, twins in movies are weird. The only good twins are the Matrix guys and uh, the people from Step Up uh, 3D. There are a couple of dancing twins in that. The big race happens. It is team. The guys we like, plus a couple of the dickheads, versus the kind of German-looking other team that are full of dickheads, and I think one of them, we actually know who they are. Yeah, so it's it's basically... Have you ever seen Breaking Away? 
Uh, I think I have like bike racing movie. Like so, it's oh yeah, part no, of totally. like worth like the yeah, cutters. Yes, one hundred percent. So I have. basically, yeah. this kid got bullied by the cutters, yeah. and then the cutters went like, "Hey, you're all right. You're one of us." Yeah. But then the then the preps are all shit on the cutters, and so yeah, that's that's your hierarchy. It still doesn't make a lot of sense. No, but but like that's the closest thing I can come to, and yeah. like nothing is at stake. Absolutely nothing is at stake in this race. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, near death experiences happening right. in this race. Yes. for there's nothing on the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like people are willing to die for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I think there's you know it's teenagers. It's I enjoyed the race. Yeah, yeah. It's just but it's just like I'm just trying to think of like back when I was at age. I'm like, yeah, I probably do that. Yeah. Um. So so they're about the race. Wiley shows up and he's bad at at skating. And again, I just can't stress enough. He he shows up. Why is he not the third guy hilariously right. stumbling across the finish line? It makes well, no fucking sense. So yeah, so this 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 race is going on, and this it's it's a again a great montage, but uh, uh, some neat rollerblading scenes happen. Well, let me stop. Keep that thought. Uh-huh. Just rollerblading thing. The early on where he's tr- where uh, one of the the German Nazi bad guys mm-hmm. that's fighting Goose pushes tries to push him off and he lifts one leg and rides the uh the 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 rail that's stopping on the yes. side of the road you know the guardrail i thought i've just never seen that before i'm like oh that's a that would really work right that's cinematic it's just one of those things of like i've been i've been watching this movie for i'm gonna say 74 hours at this point they went oh that's genuinely cool i've yeah. never thought about it sorry well no but more. i also just like the the idea that like the team unleashed their secret weapon shoving yeah <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so, so this whole race is going on and different goofy things happen. Jack Black takes a wrong turn and flies off a hill. Oh, uh, and he hits, he hits, uh, you know where he gets hit with a tree? Yeah, right in the junk. His testicles. Yep. Yeah. The funniest part of the body. Uh, and so he, this race is just happening and I, and maybe I just missed the rules at the beginning. Cause at a certain point, like no, they literally say, here's the rules. There are no rules. Okay, well, there you are know, rules. Uh, because, quote, yeah. because uh, first uh, three people to cross the finish line wins. Okay, yeah. they did say that? They established first three people to cross the finish line wins, but there's no rules after that. Okay, That's the, I guess yeah. I missed the three points, because as soon as those first two guys won, I'm like, I thought he won the race. I'm like, oh, no, we're ahead two to one. Yeah, I'm no, like, they established is... it's the first three people over, which is why the whole Wiley not being the hilarious but, third person stumbling over the line doesn't... Races generally, you know, there's usually like a first place winner, and then you know, that's good. Like, the the race is kind of, there's a I winner at that point. I don't know enough about racing, because I think, like, bike racing and shit, like, Tour de France and stuff, I think... There's usually, like... No, well, but I think... It's not... It's not no, uh, but I think it's, like, order like of... Your, well, there's, like, your team can win points, I guess. Maybe no, but I think it. it's, like, order of finish over the course of X number of things, like, combined lets you win. But it's not like Lance Armstrong and three other people won the Tour de France that year. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um... The only thing I can say to that is that it's the movie Airborne. Yeah. So, I guess I had just sort of just was glazed over with rollerblading at that point. I had glazed over earlier, and this is what I got back into because I remember this scene being kind of badass. Yeah. And uh, this scene was not nearly as good as I remember it, weirdly enough. Yeah. And they, because like when those two guys win, like win the race, and then it's like, oh no, we're ahead two to one. Someone has already crossed the finish line. Uh, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, I guess there's more movie to happen." So here's the question: So, so they they're going down the hill. There's that cool thing where he jumps a car, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. But you're, how did Mitchell get so far behind? 
I don't know. Because the first like, he's ten, not actually that good at it. The, I don't yeah, know. the first like, ten minutes of this, he's well behind. Like he's he's coming for the back. He has to like, and his big shortcut, which this is the I remember this scene being so fucking cool when I was young, is where he, he goes, oh, I have to, you know, cut these guys off, and he he jumps onto the roof of a car, off the roof of a car, onto the back of a loading truck, and then slides down the loading truck. Well, I mean, he yeah. jumps off a roof of a car, like, on the top of a parking structure. Yeah, yeah. Like, he he puts himself in serious physical harm for no good reason. But then, but but when he lands, he falls on his butt, right. slides down, and then gets off. Because, again, that doesn't look very clean. Maybe Again, maybe it's because I come from a skateboarding background. That would be a fall in skateboarding yeah. terminology. Like, at a skate, you would land and then roll off. Uh, well, what was weirder to me is the, the text that flashed, try this, kids. Try this, kids. I did like that. That yeah. was That was unexpected. Yeah. Uh, Helmets make you look like an asshole. I like that part. Yeah. Live free. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he, yeah, that's to, to make his last run. He knows he has to make that, that shortcut. And he, yeah, he, and meanwhile, like, like Wiley has gotten, has he gotten a ride part of the way? Oh no, no that's, that's after they win. So Riley, right. No, they have, so Riley and some other guy, Riley and, and broken nose guy. Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> Don't dare correct me on the <laughs> fucking days with this piece of shit movie. I'll take you outside and not fight you and then tell you about Gandhi. Please don't. <laughs> can we, can you Bra- just kick my ass, please? <laughs> I, we forgot. Nikki's brother, who is named... Blaine. Blaine has fallen. Uh-huh. And, and this is the big thing of going, oh, I can go across the finish line or I could pick you up and help you. And he picks him up and they skate across the finish line together in a moment of solidarity. Because Snake has already crossed the line. Right. But it doesn't make that. Does, uh, sorry to keep fucking picking it, but snakes cross the line, so it's two to one, good guys versus bad guys. If Mitchell had not picked up Blaine and crossed the line, it would be two to two. Right. So we would just have to wait for Blaine to stand up across the line. So this entire moral, oh, should I go back and or shouldn't I go back to pick you up? Has there's no choice there because yeah. there's no time. Ba- like there's nothing on the line anymore. Because if he had crossed the line, he would just sit there waiting for Blaine to get up and stare it up. It's just a bit. So anyway, they cross the line and they win. It's big celebration. And then uh, uh, Wiley and Broken Nose Guy, uh, I think it's Broken Nose Guy, uh, go over the. Uh, it, no, it's it was the it was the other. It was one of like one of the preps. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. yeah they they apparently had gone. Uh, it was the prep that just bailed as soon as anything went bad. Things started going bad oh, okay, in, the, in yeah. the initial. Yeah. So whatever. they they had gotten fucked up. So they got a ride back and then snuck their way back into the celebration. Pretending that they had crossed the finish line. Yeah, and Mitchell, uh, uh, Snake, and, and Blaine get raised up, and they they do a three way uh, high five, which uh-huh. is very impressive because I often miss high fives with just one person. Oh, you got to look at the elbow. That's the that's the trick. Yeah, but let alone yeah, but imagine two elbows, John. Oh, okay, just yeah. imagine two yeah, elbows. I cannot. I can't. <laughs> uh, they, the technology's like, just not there. This is fucking great. We gleamed the cube. We did it. I'm uh-huh. oh, sorry. And uh, they're like, and then. Uh, I don't know where Leah Ramini uh, goes and kisses Wiley. Yes. And while they're kissing, then Wiley stops and goes, you know, Popeye, there was a great man. Which, okay. Yeah. So I think the message is that he uh, he learned to be himself, but apparently being himself is just copying whatever Mitchell does. No, he has no arc. He literally is just copying someone else. Yeah. And she's like, oh, just shut up and kiss me because you stood he's, up to he's someone. He's fun. Yeah. I guess. And then, uh, yeah, he makes out with the pretty lady, and then that's that's it. That's it. It ended. That's how you get airborne, baby. That is how you get airborne. I mean, it's also how you keep away cold and flus. Airborne. Yeah. The the cold and flu greatest thing ever. I mean, like I didn't, I didn't expect anything of this movie going into it, having had seen it a whole bunch of times. 
it's 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 pretty if you like montages go ahead and check this movie out but it is i it's 90 minutes so that's not too bad i think this movie's fucking rad as hell i can't recommend it enough in this exact circumstance which i've said many times before on mute at a bar or a party uh-huh. and you can just look over every doubt again and go just what the gaze fuck at Mitchell's is this? chest yeah just just the the red yeah oh or 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 wiley's chest because he he takes oh a yeah nice no, shower scene too. yeah yeah it's uh he had great hair in this movie he, his hair was it was pretty pretty uh whatever the 1993 term would be for luxuriant cool. no i was just trying oh. to think of like a 93 term but i can't remember any sweet i did a lot of mdma back then mm. i would yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed watching this while my phone was out yeah i yeah it's it's not great no it's not no it's, it's a terrible movie but like it's it's as, as far as things that we've watched it didn't like really instill me with rage it was just like i think i think part of it was the distance from it if this had come out like last year yeah something like that you know but i think it's like oh i kind of remember that i think we made shit then too i was about to say if you're plus minus five from our ages I think you're going to enjoy this because this is like a very like, oh, look at that shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like having rewatched Scream recently, which is not a movie that I like thoroughly enjoy, honestly. But this time around was much more like, oh, God, I remember yeah. this whole era and and having that nostalgia to it. Uh, but there's I'm, there's better movies that would probably do that for you. But if you want to relive what it would be like to be bored on a Saturday afternoon, watch Airborne. All right. So that was... Uh... That was Airborne. We spent some time with some party bras, but how about we spend some time with Mardi Gras? <laughs> Go to Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. Oh, I tell you what, that's something I don't want to say what I tell you about. He just said Nicolas Cage and Werner Herzog in a, uh, not a remake exactly, but uh, a movie. Called Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. He's like an ad dick. Fair point. I saw this movie when it came out. And that was like, I don't know, sometime after like 2009. And I have yet to form an opinion about it. So I'm hoping that this second time around will solidify into something. Because it is a doozy. It's something else. I think I watched a little bit of it yeah. and then either fell asleep or stopped caring. So yeah, that, I, yeah. I have less than an opinion. It's I have a, I think I saw a bit. There may be an alligator. That's my only memory of it. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's correct. There was perhaps an alligator. There are several iguanas and Nicholas cage. So, uh, tune in, turn on, drop out. Cool. For that one. Uh, yeah, so if you're listening to this part of the show, please remember to uh, rate, review, etc. on whatever the podcatcher you're listening to this on. And yeah. if you would be so kind, share a link on uh, social media if you are a social media person, because that's the only way anybody else will ever hear of this show. Speaking of social media, uh, I have been invited by a board game podcast to uh, play a game with them streaming on YouTube. That uh, announcement hasn't been official yet. But uh, as soon as that drops, I'll probably mention it if you feel like watching a bunch of nerds play a game for a few hours on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, stay tuned for that. Exactly what he said. So between me and John, I would just like to wish you Jaws love.